all of our data rejoice be thankful for the Lord is among us his name is the Lord Jesus Christ this is Ehud son of Dennis coming to you live from the middle west of the divided states of America to the republic for which it stands two nations under God quite divided with liberty and justice for some this is the podcast called it's a religion you can reach it at reach us at ehud at it's a religion.org that's ehud at it's a religion.org and we exist to encourage to edify to build up those who trust in the lord god almighty uh, the one true god as we saw today uh, i watched with my boys uh, earlier a episode um, if you haven't seen it it's on cbn or through cbn the ministry uh, christian bob crack broadcast network on uh, it's a thing called superbook and I saw Isaiah and Hezekiah be faithful to God and him, God in turn, being faithful to them. Uh, and then one of the best stories I like in the Old Testament, besides the creation and some of the things that God did with the Israelites, bringing them out of Egypt, which we're in the middle of right now as we read through it, is when uh, Elijah challenges the prophets of Baal and just destroys them and uh you know, there's a lot. I gave me an opportunity to tell my boys there's a lot of things you can worship in this life. And one being the theory of evolution, which is a religion in and of itself. It's not scientific, uh, though it claims to be. And, um, you know, people have put a lot of effort into worshiping nature and science. And it's, it's a God that they worship. Uh, one that is, has replaced the one true God who did create everything, who did uh, put things in place with a purpose in mind to have a relationship with his people. And, you know, we have a written record of this. We have a eyewitness account of this uh, in the book called the Bible that you can see, you can pick up, you can get a free copy of it uh, anytime you want. Just send us an email, ehudaditsareligion.org, and we will send you a Bible but you can also download one for free on your phone. Um, and we highly encourage you to do that. Read the word of God every day and be encouraged. You know, there's there's things in there after I've read, read it through probably a dozen times at this point. And there's things I still don't understand. And that's okay. I'm not God and I don't ever want to be. But it has helped me understand that there is a choice in this life. There's a choice to follow the one true God or myself, right? Or to be self-indulgent in following whatever uh, I decide I want to follow at that given time. And I've, I've seen people in my own family do that. Uh, I've seen people claim that they follow the one true God but don't really act like it. Again, I, know, I don't know the condition of anybody's heart. Neither do you. Um, God does. He is the only one that does. He's the only one that can search the heart truly and know um, what people truly believe. And the Bible's pretty clear that you need to have faith to, uh, to trust in the one true God in order to be part of his kingdom. And my wife and I saw a show last night from the 80s that was trying to claim that if you're just a good person, that God will kind of let you into the to heaven. And you need to treat people with love and kindness which is all true, but you need to do so because you trust him and because it's what he has called us to do. And uh, so believing in the one true God 
and our Lord Jesus Christ, who came and died on the cross for us, uh, is a prerequisite. I, you know, that is something that God has specifically called us to do in the Bible is trust in him and what he has done for us in his son, in our Lord Jesus at the cross. And once you do that, there are many things that he's called us to do as part of being uh, his children, part of being in his kingdom and what that uh, what that looks like. And, you know, we fail at it all the time. I know I do. And because we are selfish, we have uh, things we want to accomplish in this life. We see things, we hear things, we smell things, we, uh, you know, live in a, a sinful body, a sinful flesh that wants what it wants. And so there's a constant struggle between what we believe and what we want to act like and what we do. And, you know, with time and, uh, the infilling of God's word on a daily basis. The hope is that you become more sanctified, become more like him, become more understanding, become more loving, become more uh, humble, become more um, others minded and others focused instead of self-focused and self uh, satisfying. And, you know, it's, it's a process. And so, you know, there are few who get it instantaneously and become, ministers of the word like Paul the apostle uh, who was instantly changed in a heartbeat um, and then he went and learned for a couple years before he really made something of it but you know typically it takes time and so uh, get to know this guy get to know who he is and what he's done get to know the history um, that's why we're reading through the Bible we want to explain God's history his story right that's what history is it's his story and so uh, Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You have to start there. If you don't, if you somehow try and combine religion, combine uh, the creation with the evolution idea, like some have tried to do through the, things like the, the, theistic evolution, um, you can't do that. It does not work. Evolution is completely opposed to the word of God. Um, the idea that Muhammad uh, preached that Allah somehow is the same God as the God of the Bible. That is not true. Somehow, you know, the, the religion of Buddhism, the religion of Hinduism, the religion of Shintoism, the religion of fill-in-the-blankism, um, that somehow these other religions are equal and other pathways to God is an absolute joke. There is no such thing as coexist, people. Um, there is one God, one way through to the Lord God Almighty, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. None come to the Father but through me, but through me, he said. So, but be encouraged. That's a free gift, people. That is a free gift. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to, you just have to trust in him and what he's done. So, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, for those who don't understand that, those who don't know it, just stay here for a while. I'll read you the Bible if you give me enough time. Um, so you don't even have to do anything. You just listen. And you can go back through these shows uh, and, and re-listen to them over and over again if you want. But uh, if you have the chance, you should stay in God's Word yourself and talk to Him every day. Tell Him your troubles. Tell Him your um, concerns. And let Him deal with you over time. Because he will. He knows everyone who puts their trust and faith in him. Uh, well, I think he knows every human on this planet. Um, but especially those who put their faith and trust in him. 
Um, so we are in chapter 11 of Exodus. We are reading through the uh, process by which God draws Israel out from Egypt. And again, we, we look at that as representative of God drawing us out of our own sin and our own bondage to sin by his miracle, which was Jesus Christ on the cross and, and rising again on the third day. Um, so that we have a God who is alive, not a God who is dead, not a prophet who is dead, right? Um, we have many apostles who are dead and uh, those who have, have handed down the traditions of our faith um, who are no longer with us. But our God is alive. He is at the right hand of the Father and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. So Exodus chapter 11, then the Lord said to Moses, I will strike Pharaoh in the land of Egypt with one more blow. I will bring one more plague upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go. Uh, and when he shall let you go, he shall surely thrust you out altogether. So speak now in the ears of the people and let every man borrow of his neighbor uh, and every woman of her neighbor jewels of silver and jewels of gold. So he's encouraging them to go to the Egyptians. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, in the sight of the people. And Moses said, Thus says the Lord, About midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt. All the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sits upon his throne, even under the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn beasts of beasts. And there shall be a great cry throughout the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall there be like it any more. But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against a man or beast, that ye may know that the Lord does put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. And all these thy servants shall come down unto me and bow down to themselves unto me, saying, Get thee out, and all the people that follow you. And after that I will go out, and he went out from Pharaoh in great in a great anger. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. And Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go out of his land. And so, in Exodus 12, we'll take a look at what happens. Um, because this sets up what's called the Passover meal in Judaism. And it is a feast that they uh, have, I believe, every year. And it's one that um, that they do to remember the fact that God saved them uh, from their bondage in, e in Egypt and removed that uh, curse or that situation from them and moved them back into the Promised Land which then they gave up many years later, which we'll read as we go through the Bible. And then God brings them back again. So he is a faithful God. We are unfaithful subjects uh, on a regular basis. But um, he knows that. He knows our nature. He knows uh, all that we are and all that we need, right? He made us. And so he understands us better than anybody uh, could. And for that, we should be thankful. We're thankful that he is a merciful God and not one that, um, you know, the first time you mess up destroys you. Because some people are like that, aren't they? You know, you mess up once and, and they're, they're never going to let you forget about it. 
Um, and he certainly has not been that way to me. Why should I treat others that way? So, Lord God Almighty, thank you for this day. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for making us and making, making the creation in the first place. May you be blessed this day, Lord, by our lives. May we uh, uphold the truth today and walk in faith towards others. And uh, someday when we stand before you, Lord, uh, may, we, may we have lived a life that made you proud. Thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Hey, have a great day, folks. We'll talk to you soon. things like me and her on a porch swing the summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if i still got breath in these lungs then that's all i need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama for my friends